And this time I'd like to take your Bibles and turn to Isaiah chapter 55 and reading verses 1 to 7. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 1 unto verse 7. Shall we all stand as we honor God by the reading of his word? And if your Bible is like mine, page 1023. 1023. If not, Isaiah 55 and verse 1 it says, Ho! Everyone that thirsted, coming to the waters... He that hath no money, come in, buy, eat, yea, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore, do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me. And eat ye that which is good. And let your soul delight in fatness. Incline your ear. And come ye unto me. And hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Even the sure mercies of David. Behold. I have given him for an witness to the people. A leader and a commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel. For he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. May the Lord bless the reading of his word as we send our thoughts on the subject. Good news. For troubled times. Father of God we give you thanks. For good news. Amidst all the bad news that we hear about. And Father we ask that your blessings be upon us. As we celebrate and as we worship. And oh God we just thank you for saving us. Delivering us from sin. Lord we pray for those who are still bound. That they'll be set free. That they'll heal themselves to you. And be saved and be a part of your family. Father, may you bless in this hour. May your word take root and bear fruit. And that some lost soul be saved here today. These mercies we ask to Christ, O Lord. Amen. You may be seated. No one can doubt that these are troubled times. These are times when people are longing for some good news. If you listen to the world news constantly, it could cause you to want to jump off a bridge. For the past 20 months, the daily news has not been good. Someone has said just recently, just this past week, if you suffer from high blood pressure, the best way to get over it is to stop 
listening to the news. It is not necessary for me to outline any of the bad news. It would be a waste of time. It is also not necessary for me to tell you about the troubles that are in the world. You have heard them. You have the information. This is the information age, right? And it's at your fingertips. They say you just have to Google. It was Paul who said, the Paul the Apostle said and warned that in the end times, there will be perilous times. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 7, which we will not take the time to read. Today, I have good news for you. It may not be what you want to hear, but that does not change the facts of life. If you look back at chapter 54, which was read earlier, you will find that in that chapter, it is preparation for the great invitation of chapter 55. Chapter 54, it's a chapter of comfort and faith. In verse 1 of the chapter, and down on to it, we find here that the people were downtrodden. And the Lord promised that he would enlarge their place. In verses 3 and 4, they were told to expect greater blessings. In verses 11 through 17, they are told, to, uh, told that the, the Lord will give them protection. Ever we need protection and deliverance, it is right now. Amen. Now to chapter 55. This gives life, a life-changing invitation that chapter 54 prepared us for. Preparation is always good before that great invitation. It is always wise to prepare people for that they're, what they're going to receive. That great event. And we're looking forward to a great Christmas celebration this year. And he's hoping that they don't come up with any more uh, variant and lockdown and thing. I guess some people must be disappointed that the uh, variant they say that is coming is just a light flu. It's contagious, but it is not deadly. Everybody accustomed to having, uh, accustomed to flu anyhow. But anyway. Let us look together at the invitation here in chapter 55. This invitation is filled with good news for these troubled times. And I believe a lot of people have missed and are still missing the good news in this chapter. Number one. For those of you who are writing, come, it says, and satisfy your thirst. Amen? Amen? Come and satisfy your thirst, and it costs you nothing. Come, buy, without money and without price. Listen, you hear how things are going up? 
almost every day. Thirst is a common thing to all. We all understand when there is a craving. Whether it be for water. Whether it be for some sort of juice, you know. We become especially thirsty when it is hot and when it is dry. When we are tired. So the invitation is for all those who are dissatisfied and you have a deep need, a feeling that something is missing. And that vital ingredients in this life that we are talking about is not necessarily physical. For too often, people make the vain attempt to satisfy their thirst with strange things. Even when you are thirsty for water, you know, some people want to drink a rum. <laughs> strange. I don't understand it. Well, some people think that this spiritual thirst that the Bible talks about here can be filled with money. And so they money, 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 money. And money they can think of, all they can think about is money, making money. They don't realize that they want to leave it behind. Others think that it can be done through possession. Things, things, things. It was Jesus who said in Luke 12 and 15, life does not consist of the abundance of things you possess. And that's a message that it seems as though he's not getting across. And people just like things, things, and more things. And even though the things are of no use, they still save them. In the United States, they have what they call storage space. Uh, storage space. And you have these acres of land with just uh, things not containers, but like containers. I don't know if you've ever seen them. And they have those things pack up and stack up with stuff that they can't use. And recently they had to auction some of those things because the people have died and the people them now get no rent so they want the space. And so they all got in and they bid. And one person bid uh, one of them for $99. And when he got in there, he found all kind of valuable stuff that was placed there by the person who owned it. Things from 1991 or something like that. And you wonder, why couldn't you give away those things to someone who was in need? Just stack them up there in the possession and die gone and leave them there. Man got it for $99. Well, who knows? Some people think that it can be done through prestige. You become prestigious. Famous. A few hours of television. And some can't wait to be famous. So what they do? They stage something and go out there and talk about, oh, mega hat. Oh, some people attack me and look what they did with me and they put a noose around my neck. Only to find out the whole thing was fake. <laughs> Just for a few hours of television, you know. Others think it could be done by alcohol, drugs, 
pleasure, status, you name it. But here, O Lord, invite us to drink from the living water. He told the woman, if you drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. You'll never come back here to draw. She said, please, give me that water right now. Although she was thinking about the wrong kind of water, the Lord gave her that water and she never thirsts again. And that same water is available to you. It will satisfy your thirst. All the things that you are longing for, it will satisfy it. But you must drink of that water. The water spoken here by Isaiah is the divine grace of God. The grace of God satisfies. Number two. Come satisfy your thirst. Number two. Come satisfy your hunger. It says here. If you're hungry. Come. Eat bread to the full. Nothing is wrong with making bread your national dish, brethren. Where do you spend money for that which is not bread? And labor for that which does not satisfy. Hearken diligently unto me and eat. Eat. That which is good. And let your soul delight itself in fatness. I'm not going to say a word more about that. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I leave that there. <laughs> but this food and this hunger that we're talking about is spiritual. Yeah. The bread of life. Yeah. In Matthew 5 and 6, Jesus said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. Human efforts do not satisfy spiritual hunger. It will fail. Only Jesus can satisfy your hunger. John chapter 6, verse 32 to 35. If you can turn to it very quickly. It says here, John chapter 6, verse 32. Then Jesus said unto them, Very, very, I say unto you, Moses Gave you that bread from heaven. But my father giveth you the true bread. Oh, sorry. Moses gave you that bread. Sorry. That's not from heaven. But the father giveth that bread which is from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. Amen. Guess what they were thinking? Bread. From the bakery. So they don't have to go back to buy. But I don't know what their reaction was. But look at verse 35. What Jesus said. Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. If I tell people that today, you know what they're going to think? The first thing they're going to think, bread. Bread from the bakery. 
That's all they can think about. But think, that's good. Nothing is wrong with it. But you need more than that. And it will not satisfy your spiritual hunger because there you got to go back there go buy more bread. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. So here, you get your thirst quenched and you get your hunger satisfied. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Come and satisfy your soul. Number three. In the first place, he said here, come and satisfy your hunger. Or your thirst, verse one. Number two, satisfy your hunger. And number three, come and satisfy your soul. Let your soul delight in fatness. People constantly search for satisfaction of the soul. Spending money for that which is not bread. Laboring for that which does not satisfy. He says here, eat that which is good. Amen. It is good to eat healthy food. Stop eating junk. It is not good for your health. A little ice cream now and again will not kill you. One time. It will eventually, but it won't kill you one time. Let me not name any, but a little dessert now and again. It's not going to hurt, but don't do too much. Eat, you know, eat a variety of things. Moderation. Thank you, thank you. Eat in moderation. And may I say, you don't have to starve yourself. Nothing is wrong if you put on a little weight. But if it is overweight, well, you will need to, you know, be careful. <laughs> because I warn you, in a famine, you know who is going to die first? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Eat that which is good. The only satisfaction your soul will ever find is by coming by faith to Jesus Christ. All the money and all the things not going to satisfy you. All the other world will not satisfy you. Christ is inviting us all to that feast. There is living water to quench your thirst. There is bread, the bread of life to satisfy your hunger. And there is spiritual food to satisfy your soul. There is a longing in the soul that nothing in this world can satisfy. Only Jesus Christ can. And I encourage you to do, get, it, get, get with it. What are you waiting for? You remember what the angel said? That first Christmas night. This is great news. 
the coming of Christ. Some people seem not to think so. This is wonderful. This is marvelous. The angel said, don't be afraid. I bring you what? Good news. Back then, the times were troubling. Not as troubling as they are right now. Brethren, things are of such. As I said that, what is happening now, this pandemic, is causing stress and tension and frustration. Such frustration that people are turning to alcohol. And they have never seen more head-on collision as they're seeing in the United States. Head-on collision, people driving the wrong way. How they get on the wrong way? It is very difficult for you to get on the wrong way in the United States. It's difficult. And when you're going at 60 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, and you get a head-on, listen, not one body is going to survive. It has to be drunkenness and frustration for people to be driving in the wrong direction. And innocent people are going to die because here you are, innocent people driving. And if you understand the highway, listen, somebody coming at you at 60 miles an hour, there is no getting, it's not that you're going to swerve off, you know. It's not like you're driving at 5 and 10 and 20 miles an hour and you see somebody coming on the wrong side that you could, you know, go off in the grass or someplace. It is when you're driving at 60 miles per hour on a highway and somebody coming at you at 60 miles an hour, there is no getting away. And so this pandemic is causing frustration and people are doing lots of crazy things, which I told you before, I don't need to mention because you've heard all about it and you know the, you heard the news. But I'm saying that there is good news. Great news. Hey, come back tonight. I'm going to tell you more good. Listen, good news. Good things are happening. Amen. Amen. The news of Jesus' arrival, the Messiah into the world, which was promised by Isaiah. And all this that we're reading here, he says that he's going to bring us peace and joy right now. It seems as though the peace and joy is hard to find, eh? right? In this world. But listen, it can be found in Jesus Christ. Do you know that right now, they're looking for a leader for the world. But they don't want Jesus Christ. I'm not going to call any name. But look at the three or four major le leaders of the world. Any one of them look like they could help themselves? <laughs> Which one of the four leaders of the four leading nations look like a leader? That could lead the world. Brethren, let's look to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come and discover hope, peace, and joy that only Jesus Christ can give. This is good news. Whatever your level of anxiety is in this world, man, come to Jesus. He would rid you of it. Be anxious for nothing. But in prayer by prayer supplication, supplication, let your request known unto the Lord. Talk to God. Tell him what you need. More than anything else, what we need right now is protection. We need deliverance. 
And I believe that there are some of you here today who need to be delivered. You need to be delivered from sin. You need to be saved. Why are you waiting? People are still saying that they're not ready. I can't imagine that in 2021, you talk to anybody about coming to Christ and they're saying that they're not ready for that yet. They're not ready for that yet. Well, when are you going to be ready? Look at the way things are. Never has been this bad. Never has. The entire world is in an uproar. Why would you wait? Where are you in the midst of this holiday? Stress and pressure. It does not matter how dark and rough it might, the way might be. Jesus Christ is the way maker. Amen. 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 He could make a way for you. And the way is wide open. You know how he's made way in the wilderness. He made way through mountains. and There is none like him. He make ways where there is no way. And at times in life when it seems that there is no way out. Listen, you turn to Jesus Christ. And so, it says, Ho! Ho! Hello! Everyone that thirsted, come on! Come into the waters! And if you don't have any money, come and buy here without price. Don't have to wait for government to give you money. Without price and without money, salvation is free. And maybe that's why people are not taking it. Maybe if there was a price, maybe more people would be saved. But because it's free, they don't want it. What is it? When it's free, you take two? <laughs> but not with salvation. I don't understand it. Listen, when we look back and we see where God has brought us from in these 20 months, shouldn't we turn to God? When we look back over the past 11 months, hasn't God been good to us? I don't know what your need is, but I encourage you. This is good news. I will not take the time to give you all of it. I'll give it to you. I'll give more of it. We'll continue this tonight. We look at verses uh, 7 on through uh, the end of the chapter. Wonderful chapter. Both 24 and 25. Enlarge your place. Enlarge your tent. Amen. He's calling and says, he'll give you strength. He says we're in one verse in, chapter, in 54. Fear not. Fear not. You shall not be ashamed. If you trust Christ, you will not be ashamed. I guarantee you. Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it's the power of God and salvation. Seems as if some people are ashamed to walk with God. What do I have to be ashamed of? Young people, I beg you, don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid to let people know that you are born again Christian. They're going to jealous you. That God has blessed you with his righteousness. So I invite you. If you have never been saved, come. See for yourself. Don't let anybody have to tell you. 
It's a wonderful feeling living with the assurance that you know that God is going to take you out of whatever bondage that governments may try to put you in. And whatever bondage they may put upon us, God is able to deliver. But you need to get to know him.